Hey guys, welcome back to Growth Hack Secrets. This is Robin Copernicus, and back on the show for a third time is John Tarantino from Martin Arrow Watches. John, what's up? Hey, good to be here. How's it going? Hey, it's good to have you back. Well, actually, we batch these episodes together, so he's back in like five minutes. But yeah, uh, <laughs> tell us a little bit more about yourself for people that haven't checked out the first two episodes. And by the way, guys, if you haven't checked out the first two episodes, if you are planning on fundraising through Kickstarter, definitely check out these episodes because John drops a lot of gems on what you should do, what you should avoid. And we're going to kind of go into this a little bit more. So, John. Sure. John Tarantino, founder, CEO of Martinero. We are a direct-to-consumer brand focused on selling mechanical watches. Uh, we don't have any physical stores or anything like that. It is um, it's online, direct-to-consumer only, based in New York, but also pretty mobile as well. And I think one of the things that I forgot to ask you is, so you've done three or four campaigns for Martinero alone. Um, mm -hmm. What was the scale of those campaigns? How did they step up? How much did you raise? Yeah, well, and they were all different, and I, and I think I figured out pretty well like the, the reasons behind the just the discrepancy in them. But the the first one that we did was a couple years ago. That one did eighty three thousand, and it's funny though that one it didn't make any money. I, I made a bunch of mistakes. I spent too much money on certain things. I also actually didn't do. I hired the wrong marketing person. We actually didn't acquire any customers uh, through paid means. <laughs> so that was uh, it was actually the eighty three thousand was actually was acquired organic. But yeah, that was how we first got started. The uh, the second campaign was the most successful. It's actually for the watch that I'm wearing right now. That one did uh, 143,000, and then we did another 10. There's like another add-on service you can use to kind of upsell Kickstarter customers, which we used. So between the two, 143, and then I did like another 10,000 in um, in upselling additional watches to those customers later. The last one, which is fairly recently, which I I made some mistakes. I tried out some new things and made some mistakes on candidly um so that one didn't do as well that one did about 51 52,000. also covid did not help that uh covid has not been great for business so the main episode the main uh thing we're going to talk about on this episode is actually the cost of these kickstarter mm -hmm. campaigns so john mentioned yep. that uh you know his first campaign was eighty-three thousand dollars, but he didn't make that much profit because his costs were pretty high so i have two yep. questions for you john First yep. one is how has COVID actually affected your Kickstarter campaigns? And then what kind of costs can people expect and how did your costs to use your own words kind of spiral out of control? I think these two things would definitely help. Yeah, well, so yeah, so to answer the COVID question, you know, it's funny because every business has been different. Uh, some businesses have actually gotten a lot healthier during COVID just because more people are home, they're spending more time online and, and they're buying more stuff. That has not been true for me. Um, I, I think it's just because I'm selling a non-essential item, right? I mean, you know, people buy a watch, you know, they, they see it, they love it, they buy it, but not because there's any pressing need to have it. I've just noticed, I mean, all of our traffic numbers have, have been stable. People are still coming to the site and people are still checking out all of our stuff but conversions have, have definitely dropped off i think with the with the kickstarter campaign you know we got some good traffic it was still a successful campaign you know doing doing fifty thousand or a little bit more but yeah i think in a kind of a, a pre-covid world i think that that campaign does a lot better as far as costs it's well let me actually go, go higher level for a second. Um, before you start a campaign, think about what you want to do and do you even want to make money? That's a serious question, but like think about it. It's like, do you want to be making money? And the answer might, might be no. 
Because what are you trying to do? Like, are you are you really just trying to do a campaign and put some money in your pocket at the end of it? Are you trying to launch a brand? Are you just trying to fund production? Like, what's what, what's your aim here? There are plenty of people and like some of the really big campaigns you see that do over half a million dollars say, I guarantee you some of those have lost money and they're okay with it because uh, what they're doing it like they think of it as 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 a customer acquisition cost like like a great big customer acquisition cost you know if they can sell 5000 units of whatever they're selling and then they've lost a little bit of money at the end but now they've got 5000 you know customers hopefully you'll love the product they're in a pretty good position going forward right kickstarter it's not always great for profitability it might be it's great for cash flow management and it's great for validating concepts it may or may not be good for profitability. I mean, on costs, I mean, like you've got things like you need to make a video, right? It is really easy to spend a lot of money, even like on, on a 90 second video. You know, you need high quality photography. And then lastly, you're probably, if you want to have a big campaign, you need to you need to be running substantial paid acquisition campaigns on, on Instagram and Facebook. Were um, there any yeah. unexpected costs that you ran into that you just didn't think about when you first started doing the campaign? Um, unexpected. I mean, you know, most of them, I mean, like, you, you know, you're going to do a video up front, you know, you know, you're going to do photography, all that. Um, I don't know if like nothing totally unexpected. It, it's more just a matter of like ahead of time, you really need to itemize everything because it, like a lot comes off the top too. Right. So like, even if like Kickstarter, the platform takes 5%. Okay. Then your credit card fees, um, all, all the pledges are done via credit card. Okay, that's another 3%. Okay, so now right off the bat, before we've even started, now you've lost 8% of, of your of your campaign proceeds, right? Then, you know, what if you're doing a physical product like I was, okay, then like obviously there's your manufacturing costs. So no, I mean, I wouldn't say anything is like any like huge surprises, but like you just, you really have to itemize like ev everything ahead of time and think hard about how much you're willing to pay to acquire a customer. Okay. Uh, I, I'd imagine that um, people listening to these episodes, they probably want to reach out to you. Maybe even even talk to you a little bit more um, about Kickstarter. Are you open to talking to people about Kickstarter? Maybe helping them out on your campaigns? Yeah, sure. So if, if people do want to find you, where can they look you up? Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. That's the, that's the easiest. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, LinkedIn. Um, I'm pretty, there aren't that many John Tarantinos. Um, I'm not too hard to find on there. And, and um, yeah. Quentin, by the way, I, I'm surprised I didn't even ask that at the beginning of the show. Somebody asks me that almost every day. True story. Okay. Um, and I say, the well, the short answer would be no. The longer answer would be distantly because it, it the name comes from a little place called Taranto in Italy. And where my family came from originally and 100% that's where his family came from. Um, so we're probably distant cousins, but we don't, I don't know him and we don't hang out. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. We have all the links for John's social profiles and stuff in the show notes. So go check those out. Guys, subscribe if you like this episode. Go check out John's other two episodes too. He drops a lot of gems out there. John, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Great luck with Martin Arrow and thank hope you. to talk to you soon. Cheers. All right. Sounds good. Cheers. Bye. Bye.